0: Live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show.
1: All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, continues now. This is the broadcast for March 1, in the year of our Lord, 2024. This is Hour 202, the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country, to use the checks and balances brilliantly put in the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America, as our guide to put them in place to return the republic to the constitutional founding. Yes, indeed, we can restore the republic, ladies and gentlemen. We can preserve the nation. You want to help us? Welcome to the broadcast. Dr. Scott Bradley's with me, freedomsrisingsun.com, on a freedom-loving, faith-filled Friday. We're taking America back one heart, one mind, one issue at a time. So I intentionally set this up because I believe Dr. Bradley is one of the, what, preeminent people in the country to, to honestly respond to these dilemmas that we face. He knows the Constitution. He can break it down in meaningful ways. He can put the historical context in place like few can. And so I bring this up because the American people are frustrated. They're going, what the heck is happening? You know, uh, you got the upper class, uh, Joe Biden and crew, and there's nothing you can do to arrest them, to stop them from destroying the country before our very eyes. Okay? When will we have a current Tet offensive on our hands? Huh? Huh? When are they going to go ahead and just start to riot and destroy the country? They're not ready yet. They're still pouring the illegals in, the military-aged thugs that are going to destroy America. And Joe Biden is not only helping it happen, but he's aiding and abetting the process. Uh, Chuck Baldwin says Joe Biden should be charged with treason for refusing to secure America's borders. Many people are saying, well, you know what? That's right. Others are saying, well, no, wait a minute. You can't use the word treason that was so narrowly defined. It doesn't apply in this case. I understand all that but at the same time Americans are frustrated they're going what do we do what is happening now there's a gentleman to contrast with Joe Biden who can never be arrested he's above the law the secret combinations are above the people in plain sight and we have no ability to do anything about it some are saying we need to go to war I disagree War's much worse than we've got now whether you realize it now or not however There's a guy by the name of Steve Baker. Who is he? Steve Baker is a journalist reporter that reported on January the 6th. And his reporting has been so hot, so truthful, so spot on that the mainstream, the government hates his guts. So now The Blaze uh, is publishing Steve's work and doing a great job. I gotta give Glenn Beck a little bit of credit on this one. But Steve Baker reveals who's calling the shots in regard to January 6th cases. He says this, they know where all the bodies are buried. Why, the Capitol Police, Glenn Beck asks, because they know where all the bodies are buried, Steve says. They know who's sleeping with who. They know everything. And they are the personal security guards of Congress. And so, that's why they're so powerful, is Steve Baker's answer to that. Well, now, Blaze News investigative writer Steve Baker says FBI wants him to, quote, self-surrender in Dallas over his January 6th reporting. Dave uh, Amansky is reporting this for the Blaze. Uh, And here's the deal. Let me just kind of tell you that Leading had a conversation with Steve Baker. uh, And they say tomorrow morning, so this was yesterday at 7 a.m., Investigative journalist and Blaze media correspondent Steve Baker will turn himself into the FBI. What we know is Baker's facing misdemeanor charges related to his reporting on January the 6th. Baker was initially threatened by law enforcement two and a half years ago. They actually told my attorney at the time what the charges were, but because I'm a little outspoken and vocal of what's happening, it gets worse. So he says this, I've accelerated this thing. I've lit the candle of truth, and they don't know what to do with the light. Why would you be in trouble with defending yourself in the public square, Glenn asks. When Baker was initially threatened, let me explain the interaction. They said, look, a judge isn't going to take too kindly to your outspoken reporting, Steve. That's what the government told Steve, the FBI. So Steve's lawyer said to the government, are you saying... Are you saying that he needs to chill his free speech, right? Are they saying that his client should forego the First Amendment? And they say, oh, no, it's not that. We're just fearful for Steve. We're concerned for Steve and his status. Fast forward two years under the current threat, and now they're going to have him supposedly self-report, self-turn in. But he doesn't know what the misdemeanor charges against him even are. Baker says that when he turns himself in today now, he already did. He's supposed to be wearing shorts, a t-shirt, and flip-flops. They asked him to not only self-report, but to wear shorts, a t-shirt, and flip-flops. Why, you may ask? Because it's easier to change into a jumpsuit that way. This is absolutely retribution, Baker explains. This is evil, Glenn adds, just evil. Meanwhile, Antifa and other clowns face no consequences. Illegals across the border murdering women and children and raping and plundering and pillaging. and No consequences. Joe Biden, no consequences. All right? Anyway, you go on and on and on with this. There's ever more evidence of corruption at the top of the... Capital security police uh my sources said it's the capitol police steve says now he says this i'm going to put on my suit i'm going to go in i'm going to hold my head high and i've had over two years to report or prepare for this i'm not going to sleep tonight he says i'm not even going to try i'm just going to prepare and i'm going to walk in with my head held high steve says now Dr. Bradley, I look at this thing and I say this, there's no way to help people anymore. Steve's going to have to self-report. And he doesn't even know what his charges are. While Joe Biden aids and abets the illegals coming into our country from foreign communist nations. And there's zero accountability. We are at a straw breaking the camel's back scenario at this point. When will they come for me and you for unknown, unexplained charges? When will we be told to, quote, self-report? This is bringing the discussion to the pinnacle, Dr. Bradley.
2: Well, it it is. Uh, People need to understand. By by the way, you know, you say Julian Assange. um, That's that's a horrid thing that's happening. You look at what Putin has done to some of his political, um, you know, opponents. You look at what's happened in Ukraine. You you look at what what happened when Saudi Arabia got a little pushback from a journalist and they cut him up in little pieces and uh, flushed him down the toilet or whatever. The point of the matter is that, uh, that this is banana republic, tin horn dictator stuff. And it's right here in America. I mean, they're trying to do it to Trump. I mean, they're trying to control him through a legal manipulation in the courts and so on and so forth. This idea of free speech, I mean, you know, the king used to control people by controlling the press and the speech, and the founding fathers said, we don't want that to happen. This idea of maintaining liberty requires certain elements, and the First Amendment captured some of those, and it says Congress shall make no law abridging the freedom of speech or the press or the right of the people to peaceably assemble and petition the government for redress of grievance. grievance." Okay, so right now, What happens is the Congress and the courts and uh, our state and local legislatures have spun this to mean, oh, yeah, lewd dancing, pornographic material, uh, profane words in the, the public center, whatever. That's what that's protecting. Absolutely false. The First Amendment was put there to make certain that concerns about our liberty could be vocalized, spread widely, and the people could respond. Here we have a body of of uh, administrators, police officers, whatever, that are going to basically shut that down completely. And all of these things I mentioned, whether it's Putin or the guy in Iran, I mean, excuse me, in uh, Ukraine, or this guy here, or, or basically Trump. We are having the courts manipulate against a freedom of speech no question so what's going to
1: happen with this though you arrest steve without any charges you don't even tell him what his charges are you want him to self-report you harass with lawfare donald trump in the courts and then uh, you literally start putting out fbi reports on me or fbi congressional questions about me and terrorism and everything else look they're going to spark a civil war in america because people are going to be left with no choices i don't want this I'm not, I'm not advocating for this. I'm just telling you that at some point, if there's no redress of grievance, if there's no way to go for solutions or to create accountability or to, uh, to unwind this thing, the escalation is assured. Why don't we skip the break and have Dr. Bradley respond to this? It's almost like the mutual destruction is underway and there's no way to stop it.
2: Well, it's all done by plan. I mean, you look at the Sixth Amendment. It says that... Uh, You can't be uh, basically brought up for trial without being informed of the nature and cause of the accusations and be confronted with the witnesses against them. And you have compulsory process for obtaining witnesses in your favor. I understand, but that's not happening. Donald
1: Trump couldn't bring his witnesses to the table.
2: Uh, Absolutely right. So we do have many layers of protection. The fact of the matter is that the people that we have elected have no backbone. We talk about them being bozos and and, uh, baboons. Yeah, so what's
1: the next step? If you're asked to self-report like Steve Baker is, will you do it? Hey, Dr. Bradley, we need you to self-report to the FBI. We need you to come in shorts and T-shirt and flip-flops so it's easy to go ahead and put you in a jumpsuit and such like that. And that's what he's being told. When asked what the charges are, they won't tell
3: him.
2: Yeah no that's this this is over the top but here's the problem though sam this is done to frustrate as many people as they can oh there's no question it it, basically they're saying we are going to see who snaps first and it's usually the people that are most vulnerable if you feel like and let me stop you there and
1: that's why i'm bringing this up because ladies and gentlemen i don't want you to feel out of options this is not me bringing this to the brink, advocating for this. I, I want you to know that people are frustrated and they don't know what to do. Therefore, I want to provide appropriate direction for people who feel trapped and feel like they want to do something crazy. Uh, we got to talk you down from the ledge, people. There are answers and there are solutions. I know they're frustratingly slow. I know they're tedious. I know you feel like they don't have a prayer. I get all that. I also get, though, that we can't turn this, what do they say, uh from the frying pan into the fire we can't be the ones to escalate doctor is the real reason i'm bringing this up because people when they see this happening to steve and donald they're going we don't have anything left pick up your musket and i'm saying "No, no 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 hold on now there's a better way what do you say doctor
2: well you get in the news break just before this segment we we had a some people get shot on an eviction notice ser- serving. People really are. It's kind of dry tinder, and there's there's matches that are out there being played with and gas in the same room. And and they're, they're looking for an excuse to come down with a big hammer. And and I really uh, – we have got to get to our legislators, for example, and our uh, Congress, and they've got to grow a backbone. I mean, you get Mitch McConnell. Holy cow. He's announced he's going to retire in the end of this year. Fact well, I don't know if he's going to retire.
1: He's going to retire as no, Speaker, but I don't know that he's going to really retire. No.
2: As a major- minority leader in the Senate. Minority, yes, absolutely. Right. He's but he's not going to leave he, the Senate, though, right? No. January of 2027, I think, is his last day in office, probably. Right. That's right. But But at any rate, no. These people, we have baboons, buffoons. We have Mitt Romney's in there. We have people that facilitate, I hear that. We have we have Mike Johnson's. I mean, people that have no backbone. Where is the impeachment process? Okay, that's one one option for all of these things that are happening. We have interposition and and nullification that can happen. Which, Utah by the way,
1: to me, that's one of the biggest things that could be done.
2: No question. And Utah has, by the way, too late, too short, too backboneless passed a, a, a nullification resolution or a uh, uh, a bill this, this year. I mean, but it has so many caveats, so many protections against the abuse of this that it's never going to happen. It just will not happen. It's eyewash. The in other words, we
1: passed made- it to look good on the surface, and when you dig in, it has no teeth or ability to change the game at all.
2: Right. What they're what they've done is they've basically said, "Oh no, <laughs> this is this is the nuclear uh, attack effect. We we got to make sure it doesn't happen." It's it's a feel-good resolution bill. Uh, it needs to be tight. Now again, they've passed something, which is a dramatic change. But I criticize the Utah legislature because they're taking away our liberty hand and fist unconstitutionally, and then they pass a mamby pamby nullification thing. Nullification is real. The Founding Fathers expected it. And you don't and, need to pass and,
1: anything to do it either.
2: No, it's just there. It's inherent. Into, it's in kind of like assignment. saying
1: we need a bill to balance the budget, or we need a con-con to balance the budget, or we need something to strengthen the Second Amendment. No, you don't. All you got to do is demand your clowns obey it, right?
2: That, that's right. And and the fact is that so many of these are empty suits, sadly, whether it's the national or the state or even in our local, Legisl- I mean, local city councils and, and county councils. And county
1: commissions and the such, right.
2: Right. But but the point of the matter is we, we need to step up our responsibility. Now, start today. Become involved, engaged, informed. Come to understand what's at stake. I mean, the founding fathers wrote eloquently, powerfully, and incessantly almost, it seems to me, about preserving the blessings of liberty for themselves and their posterity, their posterity, these buffoons that are passing laws that in Utah, for example, take away our water rights, that's a big one this year. It, ha- it has been in recent years that take away our water rights for no, there's no constitutional authority to do it. Number one, but number two, the value that's going to come out of that is only for special interests. But the fact of the matter is, just we got to quit electing these people. And they glad hand you. They come out and they right. see you in your town hall meetings and they say, oh, I'm so good. And they bring another one of the legislators with them to kind of, they, they're the ones that beat the drum for the other guy. So, so one legislator will say, oh, you folks are so lucky to have Jimmy here as your legislator. He is such a stalwart. And then they flip the, the hand and they, the other one praises the other one. They don't yes, have they to do. stand they up. They say there.
1: different things to different crowds to appease us and have us walk away. Uh but Steve Baker says this is retribution. There is, is even more evidence of the insane corruption at the top of the Capitol police, Baker tells Glenn. Um they're withholding documents from us so that we can't get to the bottom of it. They're withholding videos so we can't get to the bottom of it, so we can't have the truth. They're more powerful than Congress, he says. Adding that House Speaker Mike Johnson is the guy that's supposed to have the ability to release the J6 video stuff. Um, Mike Johnson hasn't released anything. What is happening here? And so, see, we can't get the pay dirt, so we can't take them to court, really, because they're withholding it. And so we've got a secret combination above the people. And I only know of one way to break secret combinations, doctor. That well, is to, to turn taint. to almighty God and repent. And then for us to pray for peace and transparency and accountability, there's no, I know that sounds, you know, trite. People are like, oh, come on. You want to fold your arms, Sam? We got to go to call to arms, not fold your arms. And I disagree. What we need to do is make sure that we're not the ones that trigger this. We don't get goaded into stupidity and, 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 and cause them to descend on us with with military might etc we need to pray for answers we need to turn to God and repent there's only one way to take down a secret combination or pull it down and that's morality and religion in the people there is no other way and I want people to understand that you know what jumping into arms unless you're folding your arms is not the answer you will get crushed it will do you no good it'll just give them an excuse to, to, to crack down uh, in a communistic style. Um, But we've got to turn to God there and we've got to change our, our morals, our morals. We can't just have bread and circus. We can't just, you know, act like God doesn't relate to us and think we're going to have an upper hand in this thing. We're not. Anyway, I I want people to really understand this because when you see Steve's case and Donald Trump's case and uh, other cases of people around you, and then you see the protection that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and. Hunter Biden and Bill Clinton and and Barack Obama, you realize the protection they're getting. And and at some point, you just think we have no choice left, man. Let's just pick up our muskets and go. No, you're better off folding your arms than taking up arms, doctor. And I'm telling you that uh, from long history experience that our founding fathers, um, you know, provided to us. There are answers to this, but we're looking for love in all the wrong places, sir.
2: Well, that's. I mean, in the fifty-plus years that I've been promoting the idea of of restoring our liberty and proper government, um, you know, I can't tell you how many times I've been in meetings where there's been a call to arms, where people have said we got to get our M16s or, or AR-15s or whatever they're packing, and we got to take they're to the off their
1: rock, doctor, and
2: I tell them, you know what? If you've got an M16, you know that that's a 5.56 five, millimeter, small arms, you know, underperforming round, in my opinion, okay? Uh, but they got F-16s. They got napalm. And, they're well, and, waiting and Joe for Biden even
1: made this case mocking the people over this, doctor.
2: Yeah. Well, here's the deal. Prudence indeed will dictate the government's long established should not be changed for light and transient causes and accordingly all experience has shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty to throw off such a government and to provide new guards for their future security. Okay, and then it goes on to talk about the patient sufferance of the colonies. The colonies had done everything possible to obtain and restore the blessings of liberty that they, as English freemen, were deserving of. We have not done that. We are getting the cart before the horse at this point if you're calling to arms. People, it has taken us decades to get in the mess we're in. it I don't know if we've got decades to fix it. But you cannot say, all right, this afternoon at 3 o'clock I'm taking out my AR-15 and I'm going to go down on Main Street and shoot some windows out. You know what? It's not going to end happily. People need to understand that we have a responsibility. The constitutional processes that were put into place after understanding the tyranny of the king and suffering under it and having a great historical perspective, which we don't have in America about any of these things, The Founding Fathers put safeguards in place, and they said, we can have peaceful transitions in times when things are not going right. The First Amendment was put into place. This idea of jury trials, the Second Amendment was put there, obviously. The changing process for the Constitution, if need be, if it's wrong, as George Washington said, which it's not. All of those kinds of things, safeguards have been put there. But John Adams said, This Constitution is only adequate for the governance of a religious and and a moral people. And so we've got a lot of backpedaling to do as a people. We're not going to solve it by 3 o'clock this afternoon. But we've got to start. If you are unwilling to decide that you're going to be free, that you're going to allow your grandchildren to be free, it ain't going to happen. You can't go watch the Super Bowl and assume because what's her name? I don't remember her name even was singing or per, was one of the celebrities there or whatever, I missed it, so I can't tell you what happened. But but the point of the matter is bread and circuses are not going to serve us. And we're being set up with, as we pointed out, a, a kind of a tent offensive. Fifty-six years ago, it worked pretty good for the communists. Americans won because of the prowess and bravery of our forces. But it we got caught with our pants down. And that's kind of what's happening in America today. And we have been so long time lazy, complicit, uncaring, uninvolved. We won't read or think or act. All right, when we come back, I've got this
1: soundbite from Joe Biden talking about you'll need F 15s. He's throwing down the gauntlet in your face, people. We'll play that in seconds with Dr. Scott Bradley on your radio.
0: Pursuing Liberty, using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio.
4: USA News, I'm Ryan Daniels. Congress is green-lighting a temporary funding measure to prevent a partial government shutdown this upcoming weekend. The bill will extend two government funding deadlines to March 8th and March 22nd, granting lawmakers additional time to reach consensus on appropriations bills in Washington. President Biden and former President Trump had very different messages to offer during their competing visits to Texas border communities Thursday. During his stop in Eagle Pass, Trump used the occasion to press home campaign messages highlighting crimes committed by illegal immigrants inside the U.S.
5: Last year, a sadistic illegal alien criminal who was released into our country by Joe Biden was arrested for raping an 11-year-old girl in Pasadena, Texas.
4: Meanwhile, during a visit to Brownsville, President Biden once again pressed Republican lawmakers in Washington to reconsider a bipartisan border security and foreign aid package that would allow a U.S. administration to shut down the border if needed. It was a measure Trump opposed.
3: Those senators who oppose it need to set politics aside and pass it on the merits, not on whether it's going to benefit one party or benefit the other party.
4: Illegal immigration is consistently polling as one of the top issues of concern for American voters ahead of the big election. A wildfire continues raging out of control in northern Texas. It's already become the largest ever in the state's history. The Smokehouse Creek fire has burned over one million acres. It is only three percent contained, the U.S. government's wildfire tracking map shows it originated outside the small Texas panhandle town of Stinnett, near several oil and gas fields. The New Jersey restaurant booth featured in HBO's Sopranos finale, now for sale on eBay. The iconic booth where the titular family gathered at Holston's Brookdale Confectionery has long been a popular fan destination. It even bears a sign that says, reserved for the Soprano family. This is USA News.
0: double. MediShare works, too. It's been around for 30 years. Members have shared more than $5 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So yeah, really, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want to plan you're happy with, you can call right now. You'll get a price within two minutes. So see what you can say. This is a very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. Call 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE.
6: Or I can ask them to drop it right into Mommy and Daddy's bank account, because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org.
1: all right back with you live ladies and gentlemen sam bushman dr scott bradley breaking it down just for you the contrast between what's happening to steve baker and what's happening to joe biden is striking they say the capitol police is more powerful than congress itself House Speaker Mike Johnson said he owns authority over the releasing of the J6 uh, footage. Mike Johnson hasn't released anything, people. Now we add to this techno-censorship is the headline. What is techno-censorship? When corporations serve as a front for government censors. By the way, John and Nisha Whitehead put this together. They wrote an article in TheNewAmerican.com about this. Uh, And they say this, quote, relying on a set of, quote, privacy loopholes, the White House under Presidents Obama, Trump, and now Biden. So Trump's included, people, note that, has been literally violating the Fourth Amendment. Sidestepping is what they call it. The Fourth Amendment Because they're allowing ATT and t and others to access your phone records without a warrant and without any suspicion of crime. Uh, and it's a serious, serious problem. So you add this to the mix where they're ready to ratchet up and secretly pass the FISA 702. Mike Johnson and clowns are literally in secret doing this now. Um, while they publicly want you to believe they're against it, they're actually trying to expand it, uh, Dr. Bradley. So this is going to get worse, and it's eventually going to, Come to The Average American. You're going to be afraid to let your neighbors know what you're talking about for fear they'll turn you in. Uh, You're going to be afraid to to stand up for anything because you'll end up like Steve. Hey, reporting your t-shirt and your shorts and your flip-flops so it's easier to put you in chains and in a jumpsuit and stuff like this. We don't know what your charges are. We're not telling you anyway, even if we did, know. And we don't need charges to, some are saying that we're already under war powers And therefore, we can call you an enemy combatant and arrest you, and you have no constitutional rights. Are we there, doctor?
2: Well, let's just clarify one thing. There are no emergency powers in the Constitution. And, And Utah's Constitution, for example, specifically states that emergencies do not allow violations of the Constitution. Okay. But but there are no emergency powers in the Constitution that says oh, oh under these now okay people are gonna say oh yeah but what about this suspension of habeas corpus? Okay, well that's a that's a legislative authority and under dire conditions where there's you know riots in the streets they can momentarily it was not supposed to be any long term, you know, thing that has happened basically since you know the J six outing. Uh, but but in Section 9 of, of Article 1, it talks about that habeas corpus shall not be suspended unless when in cases of rebellion or invasion the public safety may require it. Okay, so, no, number one, there is no condition that, that says that. Congress has not suspended habeas corpus. In other
1: words, corpus. there is no delegated authority in any way, shape, or form.
2: Period. That's it. The fact of the matter is, that, by the way, and Congress is remiss, and this is a danger we ought to talk about. In 1863, Lincoln suspended habeas corpus. And uh, and we need Supreme to say Course, that Lincoln
1: criminally suspended habeas it, it corpus. Was Let's be clear, criminal. he didn't Everything. have authority for that at all.
2: Correct. And the Supreme Court said, well, whoa, 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 wait a minute. This isn't your authority, Mr. President. That's a legislative authority, Article One, uh, Section 9. And uh, they haven't done it. So, what did Congress do? Idiots, buffoons, baboons, like I say, we've had them around for a long time. I mean, 1863 was not the first time it's happened, but it did happen big time then, where they delegated to the president the authority to suspend habeas corpus. You cannot, under constitutional protocol, redelegate an authority that was delegated to you constitutionally by the voice of the people in the ratification process. So, Congress was remiss there turned it over to the president let him do what he wanted and the president has claimed to retain it ever since okay but that's the closest thing you can come to for some kind of emergency thing but as, as you read carefully in here do we find any of those things here unless in case of rebellion or invasion the public safety may require it well you could say well we got a an alien invasion right now so maybe yeah yeah what about that but they're doing it for all sorts of other things, and what has happened is that um, these little little siloed power stations, you know, power corrupts, absolute power corrupts, absolutely, like the the Capitol Police are now claiming ascendancy over the Congress, I guess, and if, if uh, Mike Johnson can't break that nut, somebody ought to get in there and do it. Uh, they need to fire some of those uh well, that's, people the, that's that are the problem the they
1: do. Police. But look, while they this is going them. on, while this is going on, though, look, listen to me carefully. Justices are divided over the, quote, Trump administration's bump stock ban. Now, I don't understand how they can be divided over this, but it says the Supreme Court wrestled on Wednesday over whether the Trump administration acted unlawfully in enacting bump stock bans. So then they're debating it. They say that a decision on this is expected in late June. Uh, and they're all divided over this kind of stuff, Dr. Bradley. How can you be divided over to this? Where would you get authority to ban bump stocks? Where does that? Where would that authority even come from? Of course it's unconstitutional. Of course Trump was wrong. Of course it shouldn't have happened. But you've literally got members of the Supreme Court debating the other side of this thing? Yeah, We're yeah. in real trouble with that going on, sir.
2: Baboons, clowns, buffoons, whatever you want to call them. But the fact of the matter is... Yes, Trump did violate the Constitution. And yes, Congress violated the Constitution in supposedly delegating to the administration the ability to make regulation and rules regarding firearms. That is not... First of all, it's all protected by the Second Amendment. Second of all, Congress can't delegate anything about that. This is a moot issue. It should not even be on the table for discussion. By the way, just for the record... The only reason to have a bump stock is for fun. If you've got more money than you've got sense, and you want to burn up ammunition at the price it is today, and, and let your kids shoot at tin cans or something, bump stocks violate all of the, shall we say, common sense practices that have to do with uh, shot placement, okay? Uh, you know, breath and trigger and, you know, all of that. You just don't have it with them, but... But if people want to have them for a toy, it's what it is. But the fact of the matter is, if people want to have them, just have them. It's okay. Amen. I agree. But while the Supreme Court debates this,
1: while the court debates this, just stupidly, I don't even understand how we can put this to a debate, the court dismisses so many different things they should be talking about, and they're literally willing to take this on and then debate it as if, okay, look, here's Joe Biden, though, throwing down the gauntlet to any of you who think you can
3: pick up arms. Here's Joe's response, Lizzie enough rogue gun dealers feel like they, they can get away with selling guns to people who aren't legally allowed to own them. And I might add, the Second Amendment from the day it was passed limited the type of people who could own a gun and what type of weapon you could own. You couldn't buy a cannon, those who say the blood of li- the, the blood of patriots, you know, and all the stuff about how we're going to have to move against the government. While the tree of liberty is not with the blood of patriots, what's happened is, that there never been if you wanted to think you need to have weapons to take on the government you need f-15s and maybe some nuclear weapons the point is that there's always been the ability to limit rationally limit the type of weapon that can be owned and who can own it there you have it doctor
2: biden's simply incoherent in most of the stuff he does but that is an absolute falsehood from the very bottom line to up to the top line of everything he said. The no ability question. to implement tyranny in this United States, in these United States, was from the get-go planned to allow everybody to have the means to resist such a tyranny. And government it needs to have, and, and in fact, they're going to say this is seditious to say this, but government was intended, and we can go back and use the words of the American founding fathers to be under control and in its bounds, and that the means to keep them from getting out of bounds was always recognized in the ability of the people to respond with arms. We're not suggesting that respond with arms at this point but but Joe but Biden we are has, saying but
1: we are saying though that you've got to put a line in the sand and you can't let them take away the arms or you 'll never be able to respond that way if the need should arise. I'm telling you the need hasn't arised yet, and I'm telling you that we shouldn't go to arms. We should fold our arms rather than going to arms, and I'm saying that people are, are out, of, out of time, out of patience. They're frustrated, and they're wound up, ready to go off, and we've got to be smart enough to avoid that, um, and we've got to do something about this, folks. Look, right now, your Congress subpoenaed Attorney General Merrick Garland. Congressional investigators are now seeking all materials. Related to the special counsel and their investigation into Biden's classified documents case. The House Judiciary GOP announced that Jim Jordan and James Comer are going after him. Including transcription notes, audio files, video files, everything. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a clown show. We'll talk about that coming up in seconds on your radio.
5: to ground all statements
1: in facts. all right ladies and gentlemen so i'm talking about the courts debating this joe biden's off his rock crazy i mean you you look at this stuff and there's just nothing we the people can do about it except for turn to god almighty in my opinion at this point the other thing you can do is you can start to prepare your family you can make sure that you can try to grow your own food, that you can have a little bit of, you know, I, don't, I know this is a black thing, according to Fannie Willis, but I, I recommend everybody have a little bit of cash stored somewhere in case you need it. Make sure you drive your cars around full of gas to half full, not uh, half to empty in case you need to flee for safety. There's a lot of things that you can do for your family. You can repent and get religion and you can, uh, you know, have faith in God and you can turn to God and you can advocate the best you can. There's a lot we could do that I believe isn't even in Washington or political at all that would make the difference. These guys want to go, you know, hey, let's investigate now this person or that person. It's a clown show. It's a waste of time. It's not going to happen. No one's going to jail unless you're a good guy. That's the reality that we live because we've in because we've allowed secret combinations to get above the people doctor. And these secret combinations now are just in your face. Uh, and there's ways out of it, but it isn't Washington. It isn't arms, although we better preserve our right to keep and bear arms or we're going to be in trouble. Uh, at this time, God's giving us time, doctor, to wake up and to realize and to, and to make personal changes individually and in families. That's the fundamental unit fundamental of society. If you took care of people and families, you don't need to take care of anything else if they're flying right doing well, prospering, obeying God's commandments. That, people don't understand, is the key. You don't need to pick up arms. You don't need to go to Washington. You don't need to, I mean, great, we should impeach these people. Great, we should prosecute them. Great, we should subpoena information. That's fine to create accountability. But at the end of the day, none of that matters if we don't turn to God, if we don't get our individual lives right and our families right. If we don't clean the inner vessel, (laughs) there's nothing that's going to help us, really, doctor, at the end of the day.
2: Well, the cleaning of the inner, the cleansing of the inner vessel is absolutely important, and that we've been advocating for that every chance we get. But, um, but we need to to have those people that are in office understand some baseline principles. One of which is they're a trusted representative that must keep their actions within the limits and bounds established constitutionally. They've abandoned doing that. Second thing is they have duties to protect, and preserve the blessings of liberty, and they have powers to do so the impeachment powers we need to expect all levels of everybody to do their duty and that includes we the people to elect good representatives and again this is something we've been remiss in it's going to take some time but if we don't get started pretty soon we're going to run out of time this idea of uh,
1: but them- the most control i have is over my own individual life and in in, in the involvement of my family and what i do with my time between now and when whatever's going to happen in America happens. I'm telling you right now, it's boiling and they're bringing us to the brink. At so many fault lines, so many issues that it's not funny. One or two of them is surely to spill over into the populace and become a serious, serious problem. Indeed. It's not if it's when, and it's what we do with the time that we have now until it happens to prepare ourselves. Doctor, isn't that really the best advice we can give?
2: It is, but we've got to start now this idea that, oh, I'm going to wait until after the, I don't know what they call the playoff games in the basketball season or whatever. We've got to start immediately. It's we March Madness, buddy, ago. coming
1: up if you want to talk basketball, my friend.
2: Okay. Yes, indeed. Well, anyway, the, the, thing of the, the fact of the matter is that, that we, the people, have been remiss. We've got to pick up the gauntlet. We've got to go forward. But just going back again to this, uh, I mean, you, you preserve your right to keep and bear arms, and and it is to protect against tur- a tyrannical government. It is also to protect against um, a Tet type offensive in America. If we have sleeper cells that have been put all across America and we're embedding them there with a, a bus ticket or a train ticket or a airplane ticket, we're getting them set out there. I mean. You know, containers come into this country constantly through our ports of entry. and In fact, Utah has stupidly put in inland ports here, turning them over to to foreign powers to be able to have them import things without any inspections. Inland ports, guys. What if you bring in a lot of AK-47s? What if you bring in C-4 type devices? I mean, artillery, who knows what might come in? But the fact of the matter is, if we are being set up with sleeper cells all across the nation, the 50,000 Chinese we've estimated, and the splitting them up among the states and everything like that, the disruptiveness of this, your Second Amendment is going to be your real, I mean, the the, the authorities, if you will, are going to be overwhelmed immediately. There is no taking that back at all. They will be the target initially. Everybody... Wipes out one aspect of that, and then the, the the fun begins, and every American has got to have the ability to push back, and and they did it in 1916 when Pancho Villa came across the Mexican border, and the populace said, "No, we ain't going to do this," and and that is a fact of life. So all of these things, all of these safeguards, all of these levels of protection, have got to be preserved. And we've got to quit being lab rats that say every time they want to inject something by force into your body, we're going to line up and go do do it. Well, the WHO, the World Health Organization,
1: has been having meetings over the last 12 days. And they're literally, uh, Joe Biden's about to codify this thing. Rather than, quote, advisory role at the general government or the WHO level, uh, Joe Biden's looking to make it, quote, law. Now, it's it's not a treaty. It can't be. Uh, They claim, I know. We say it can't be.
2: It, but what happens What happens if, what happens if it, Joe goes
1: military and forces it?
2: That's another good reason to have the Second Amendment. Amen. If, Trump was gonna, if Trump was going to use the military to distribute and inject.
1: There was discussion jacked. about
2: that. Trump was wrong in his approach to do that. Every no single question. layer is screwed up.
1: That's right. Well, we had uh, our discussion financially with, with Brian Rust, our dear buddy. Uh, you have a friend in the honest money business. And he highlight, I highlighted this point. Why do we produce nothing but we use everything in America today? It's very, very, very strange. But understand you're going to get ready for surge pricing at Wendy's. They're going to literally have menus that change on the fly. And the more crowds that come to Wendy's, the higher the cost is going to be. When rolled out, these digital menu boards will reflect the current prices of a menu item change on the fly as the rush happens. And so is Wendy's surge pricing going to become the new normal is kind of the takeaway question for that. And why do I bring that up at the same time as all this? Because I'm convinced this directly relates. They are going to literally raise the prices on everything, make life hard for us. We're going to be struggling to just get the the four fundamentals of, of stability, a roof over our head, shelter. Food, fuel, and clothing, they're going to make it very difficult to obtain all those. That's what's coming uh, as they start to tighten the noose uh, in America. And I agree it can't be law. It's only the color of law. It's only by force can they make this happen, Dr. Bradley. But they're literally working on this at every turn behind the scenes now.
2: Well, we do have historical context to place this in. You look at what happened during Weimar Germany and, and how the men would get paid in their jobs at noon, and the wives would run down, get the money, and go out and spend it all because they knew the prices were going to be changed when he got paid at at five o'clock that evening when he got off because it, the prices were that dynamic. Uh, you look at what happened. I, I had a good friend that was in. Aust- I don't know where was he? It was Argentina during the 1970s, and he said they when they went into a restaurant, they paid for their food on order because they, those days they didn't have digital screens; they had chalkboards. And the prices would change literally while they were eating their meals. So they paid before the prices went up. This stuff has gone on, and people just don't think it can ever happen in America. It will happen. This central bank digital currency nonsense, this idea that we are digitizing everybody. Uh, Bill Gates is is working on getting every single human being a digital identity. He's got it basically going in, in India. And it's being uh, tried there, if you will, as a template for other third-world countries that are basically going it. You cannot buy groceries there. You cannot plant crops. You can't buy gas. You can't pay rent. Nothing. Everything is digitally digitally aligned. And Bill Gates is pushing this stuff. I mean, the man's a megalomaniac. But the United States, and especially Utah, I keep bringing Utah up because of the stupidity of our legislature, We put inland ports, and we do digital identities, and we do all sorts of things. And then we do a little tiny thing, like a nullification bill that's too late and too weak, too backboneless. And people think, oh, they did something good. They're selling us down the river, taking our water even. And so it takes eternal vigilance to maintain our liberty. That is something we've got to learn. And if people don't get engaged, get involved, and begin to participate, uh, we're going to wake up and find out we basically are outside in the cold looking in. But the best news is the
1: God of heaven has given us time and given us these signs that we can see things going south where we have time to prepare our our families, we have time to educate about what's important, we have time to get out of debt, we have time to learn to grow some food, we have time to put back, uh, you know, a few things, beans, band-aids, whatever we need. Uh, You know, we've been given some time as we see this slow motion destruction of the greatest country on the face of the earth. It's unstoppable if we don't turn to God, we won't be able to stop it. In the meantime, though, we can preserve our families and we can create covenant communities that can make a tremendous difference for our stability and our safety. Those are the things that I believe we can do and that we must do. Are we you know, worried about Washington, D.C., or are we trying to create, create a, uh, a, a, a group of people that are working towards preparing to meet their God, Jesus Christ, when he returns? That's the real question left, right, doctor?
2: Well, it is, and we do need to turn to God, but I I am speaking to a preparedness group upcoming very shortly, and I'm absolutely amazed at how little they know about governance and how essential that is to be able to have a a covenant, you know, kind of community, because government is a necessary evil, and unless we have it, we're going to find ourselves being ruled by anarchy. If you so want to check out the weekly webinars
1: from Dr. Scott Bradley, Sun.com to get that done. You can also purchase his Collegian series to preserve the nation. It's absolutely incredible, spot-on education for every one of us. freedomsrisingsun.com. I am Sam Bushman. You are listening to LibertyRoundtable.com, Liberty Roundtable Live on Loving Liberty Radio Networks, LovingLiberty.net. Spread the word, share the love. God save the Republic of the United States of America.